I will rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, where they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 15 on page 357 and 24 on 368. Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill? Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth the thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart. He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandered his neighbor. He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own hindrance. He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent. Whoso doeth these things shall never fall. Psalm 24 The earth is the Lord's, and all that therein is, the compass of the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. 
Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-seventh verse of the second chapter of the first book of Samuel. Then a man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Did I not clearly reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, and to wear an ephod before me? And did I not give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offering, which I have commanded in my dwelling place, and honor your sons more than me, to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel my people? Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Far be it from me, for those who honor me I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Behold, the days are coming when I will cut off your arm and the arm of your father's house, so that there will not be an old man in your house, and you will see an enemy in my dwelling place, despite all the good which God does for Israel, and there shall not be an old man in your house forever. But any of your men, whom I do not cut off from my altar, shall consume your eyes and grieve your heart, and all the descendants of your house shall die in the flower of their age. Now this shall be a sign to you that will come upon your two sons, on Hophni and Phinehas. In one day they shall die, both of them. Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest, who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. I will build him a sure house and he shall walk before my anointed forever. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. <clears throat> Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the seventh chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are they ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. 
Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken to him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. Here ended the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our lives. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, 
forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who into the place of the traitor Judas did choose thy faithful servant Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles, grant that thy church, being always preserved from false apostles, may be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may attain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. We have here on our third day of Lent, the Feast of St. Matthias. Uh, and it's um, the Feast of St. Matthias raises a number of interesting questions, you know, to give the background, St. Matthias is the um, person chosen in Acts chapter 1 to replace Judas, who um, was you know, unfaithful to Jesus and committed suicide. And so they, uh, in Acts 1, decided that they needed, the number 12 was a biblical number, there needed to be 12 apostles, 12 tribes, and say they drew lots and, and it fell to Matthias, who became an apostle because apparently the, 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 the um, criteria for an apostle was someone who had been with the whole group and it witnessed everything from the baptism of John through the resurrection. So Matthias was a longtime disciple and fit that bill. But the Feast of St. Matthias <clears throat> raises this idea of, you know, of rejection. I mean, you, you, Jesus um, called Judas to be an apostle, chose him, and yet ultimately he he fell away. Um, we have the, the lesson from um, the Old Testament where Eli, the priest, God chose Eli and his sons to be priests, and yet his sons were unfaithful, so they end up being rejected and falling away. And it it um, it kind of reveals the same process we we deal with in Jesus' Lenten temptation, in the sense that in his baptism in in the Gospels, Jesus is revealed to be the Son of God. And then in his wilderness temptation, when that um, choice and identity is challenged or faces a tense situation, Jesus reveals himself to be of the character of the Son of God, that he holds on to God's word <clears throat> in the face of, of the, um, the temptation not to. And so, what we have in the in the sense of Judas and Eli 
I would also say that King Saul fits this in the Old Testament is this idea that some are chosen by God to be, you know, his children, his followers. And in the time of testing, they're revealed not to be the true children. Um, and it also reveals that this is the normal process, that that throughout the Bible, God chooses his people and then tests them, creates the first humans, and then there's a garden test that they fail, um, saves Israel, identifies them as people, and then tests them. And so this idea of, of that the test reveals the true nature of the thing, and so there's there's um, this idea that there can be rejection of those whom God chose when they don't um, continue in faithfulness to to that which God has called them to do. And then the secondary, or you know, maybe the more preeminent theme of Matthias is there's replacement. If somebody decides they're not going to do what God called them to do, God will get somebody else who will that the work will continue on. There's sadness in that rejection of someone, yet there's continuation of, of the work. And and so um, we certainly experience this in, in, in our ministry in the church. Some people decide to abandon their post, but God is faithful. He raises new people up to fulfill the work. Um, for us, I, I think it, it to tying it into the Lenten theme is that it is by testing, by facing the tense circumstances of life that we um, reveal what's really going on within us. We reveal the reality of our faith. And I think taking the New Testament lesson, the organic metaphor is really important. What really is revealed is in, in times of testing is whether something real is there. Jesus says, um, those who uh, build their house on the rock, the floods you know, came, the wind comes, and it reveals whether you have a real house. If you built a real foundation below, um, that's revealed when it's tested by the wind. If you built a false one, you just built a neat, quick house because it was convenient, and then it's revealed in the test of the flood, it washes away. Same thing with a tree. A tree, you look at a tree, um, a tree has roots typically that go down as deep into the ground as it as it comes up above. And then the, so the producing of fruit, fruitfulness requires something to be deeply rooted. In our lives of faith, it's our deep rootedness in Christ that over time gradually produces this fruit of good works uh, done in love, pure motives, um, and so it's a time to kind of become more deeply rooted, to, to, to reveal the truth, not only just to reveal who we are, but also to strengthen that true identity. And that's kind of the purpose of um, Lenten fasting, Lenten disciplines. It's not just about what do I give up or what am I doing and how heroic am I, am I carrying out of that thing? It's about gardening. It's about removing from our lives things that cause us to be unfruitful or distract us and rooting our lives more deeply in the things that that cause our roots to grow deep and bear fruit outwards in 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 um you know towards others in in our communities good works done in love we reveal ourselves to be the true children because that's ultimately the way to reveal is not to outwardly 
pretend to do things, and that's that's where you could pretend to be a disciple, but in time of testing, that will be revealed. The way to to become the true children of God are to deeply root ourselves in in our lives of prayer, in discipline in which we learn to say no to the world so we can say yes to God, and we bear fruit over time and show ourselves to be, um, you know, the true children of God. <clears throat> then the feast of St. Messiah reminds us if someone is revealed to not be a true child and, and falls away, that God will always be faithful to provide new, new and faithful people to pick up and carry on the work. So a few thoughts about the feast and lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in the unity of spirit, and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Father John. Um, thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye, kiddos. Hi, Lukey. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Hi, Lukey. Bye, Bishop. <laughs> Bye, Luke. <laughs> Bye, Lukey.